Blog Talk Radio. Lardy Miss Clardy. Lardy Miss Clardy. Lardy Miss Clardy. What's going on, Internet World? This is your host, Lardy Miss Clardy. Welcome to the Lottie Miss Cardi Blog Talk Radio Show for September, uh, October 2nd, 2010. I'm sorry. I'm your host, Lottie Miss Cardi, and your co-host is Brenda Wright. The light is right. And, of course, we got our poetry man that is on the line waiting until it's time. Oh, no, that was rhyming right there. <laughs> and he will be on to talk his thing later on in the show. However, we come at you live from Columbus, Ohio, with fresh news on Saturdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. This is the place to be and to get heard right here on the Lardy Miss Party Blog Talk Radio Show. Now, we have a great show for you again this evening on the same topic of spiritual abuse, intimidation, and this time on getting wisdom to resist. And the question for you today is, have you ever been spiritually abused by a friend, spouse, or while in a relationship, all in the name of God? Have you ever had someone tell you that they are God and to submit to them to do unreasonable things to fit in? Have you ever had someone to reverse what you know in God? to help them, and they try to reverse it on you for bad. Have you ever had anyone try to manipulate and intimidate you or try to take your position in Christ Jesus? Have you ever had anyone to try to threaten or scare you to control you? Oh, this is just a few things that can happen to you if you are an unbeliever or you are a believer that have quenched your Holy Spirit, and what I mean by that, that you wouldn't listen to it, grieved it and, and quenched it to the point where you can't even hear that little voice in your, in, your, in, your, in your soul anymore. So what we want to say to you today is get out the way and get help. Come and join us on this venture on how to stop Satan and his demons from taking what belongs to you and Jesus Christ. If you want to comment or share your views, call in at the call-in number at 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. Or you can contact us on Facebook. That's right, we are on Facebook, Wendy Clardy and Brenda Wright and Tyrone Smalls, for that matter. So, all you got to do is contact us on Facebook. We'll be there. Or you can write us at wendyclardy at yahoo.com, and you can find Miss Brenda Wright, the light is right, at littlefasttiny at yahoo.com. That is spelled L as in Larry, I, L as in Larry, F as in Frank, A, F as in Sam, T as in Tom, I, N as in Nancy, G, at yahoo.com. 
excuse me, little fast tiny is taking a G off and putting a Y, okay? Little fast tiny at yahoo.com. All right? Now we'll be back and, you know, I hope that you will join us on this topic on spiritual abuse, intimidation, getting wisdom to resist. We'll be right
spiritual abuse, intimidation, the beginning. And uh, before we do that, you know, we got a public announcement. We have Brenda Wright, which is the co-host. She will be uh, sharing her views on this subject for today also. And, of course, you know, you got Tyrone Island Smalls that is here that got a few things he's going to say. Always got to have a man's point of view. So, you know, let's uh, get on with the announcement today. Tyrone, tell us what's going on here in Columbus, Ohio, for those that want to know. Well, it's time to celebrate. Appetite Church Picnic. Be joining us for our grand opening Saturday, October the 9th, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Address is 1061 South 22nd Street, Columbus, Ohio. Again, the Apostolic Community Church Picnic. Time to celebrate. Saturday, October 9th, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. 
improper use when you're talking about abuse. It's illegal, improper, or harmful use of something or somebody. And then they have also insult, insulting or offensive language. They have drug abuse, the harmful use of drugs and alcohol. They also say abuse is also in masturbating. Abuse is also spiteful, being vindictive in a petty way to someone that would not do what he or she wants you to do, and control in a negative sense, using fear or intimidation uh, to persuade or dissuade someone by frightening, using fear tactics. Now, if you if someone has spiritually abused you in this manner, then more than likely you have been involved with someone in idolatry. Now, now we need to know what idolatry means. Idolatry means worship, the worship of idols or false gods, having impertinent admiration, excessive admiration or love shown for someone or something, okay, or somebody. Thus, if you are idolizing something, or someone, this can cause one to rebel against the truth of who you are to worship, which is Jesus Christ. Then this is called witchcraft. Now, before we go into witchcraft, we've got to know what rebellion is, which this is defined as witchcraft, okay, once we define rebellion. What does rebellion mean? Now, in the thesaurus, it says revolt. Now, what does this mean? It means to defy authority, rebel against state, to try to overthrow an existing God or government. And also, it's called mutiny. Now, they use this uh, when they're in an, army, in an army. But when you're in the army of Christ and you become a rebellious person and you're trying to infiltrate all the other ones to follow you, this is called mutiny. Now, this also means rebellion, which is also against legal authority, especially by soldiers refusing to obey orders and often attacking their officers. The participation or taking part in rebellion against legal authority, all right? Now, in saying those that are in Satan's army and have been enslaved to this kind of mentality, will rebel against and attack anyone in authority of the opposing, whether it is man's law or God's truth. Now, example is our judicial system or Jesus Christ, okay? And we know that revolution means a major change, which is a dramatic change in ideals or practice, where everybody get together and have a revolution, just like Martin Luther King did in civil rights, all right? In this case, the demons want to keep civil rights from happening, all right? So now we're going to go into witchcraft. What does witchcraft mean? It means exercise of allegedly magical powers, seductive charm, alluring or seductive charm or influence. Now, let's look at what seductive means. It means sexually enticing, aiming to be or regarded as being sexually inviting. Tempting means serving to tempt, persuade, or attract. If you have or have been indulging in this realm, then you are familiar about it. Then we go to find out what familiar spirits are. Then Carter Dictionary explains familiar spirit is the same as familiar.
familiar in the noun, being a person. It means often encountered, well-known, commonly seen, heard, and easily recognized, acquainted with, with a thorough knowledge and good understanding. Now, the second definition is impertinently intimate, thus meaning unfriendly or intimate in a way that is seen as or impertinent. Now, we're going down to talk about impertinent. What is impertinent and what is presumptuous and what is unduly? Okay, what do they mean? Presumptuous means arrogant, bold, conceited, got the big head. The word unduly means out of all proportion, meaning that being arrogant, bold, conceited, and got the big head is all out of proportion because it ain't all what it cracked up to be. And improper, and, and improper, that's what unduly means. Now, impertinent means disrespectful, impolite, insolent, meaning rude and disrespectful. If you have experienced this or still involved in this, you can become perverted in the mind. Now, you know, when we talk about, you know, all of this that we're saying, we're talking about people that have friends, relatives, loved ones, wives, husbands, girlfriends, boyfriends. This is all for those when we're dealing with relationships. And we will talk about the last bit. I said before, if you want to know more about this, go on to the first segment, which is the spiritual abuse, intimidation, uh, the beginning, and you will get all of this information. Now, but we're going to go down and we're going to just go through each one of these because, you know, you have those that call themselves when they pervert it in the spirit. You know, we got to find out what that perverted mind means or what does it mean to be perverted. It means distorted, tainted, misrepresented, misused, altered. Thus, some have erred from the faith or truth of how to conduct themselves, have been introduced to those behavior patterns, and try to control others to stay in it. Some that feel they have so much control that these spirits or patterns discussed can lead them into spiritism. Now, which means spiritualist, actually. And so, what is a spiritualist? Using the thesaurus, spiritualist means psychic, mystic telepathic, um, diviner, seer, a mind reader, a medium, which spirits speak through. Thus, this depends on who is sending the spirit to speak to you. Is it Satan or is it God? Is it the spirit of lies or is it the spirit of truth, in other words? So, now, how do we know which one of these entities to trust and listen to? Again, you know, when you're dealing with the negative side of spiritual abuse, it is almost never that you can trust to listen to what anybody in this realm says to you because it only targets weak souls, which deals with depression, deals with uh, fear, deals with um, control issues, it deals with being spiteful, idolatry, rebellion, witchcraft, being perverted, you know what I'm saying, all these different things. And if you are in rebellion and you do what Satan tells you to do through others that 
have these kinds of behaviors mentioned, you will become it, and the one that taught it to you by using the word of God or his power, and they are telling you that they are in God, but the same breath saying that they are God will be judged, especially if Satan's followers touch an anointed chosen that is in the truth and that have confessed to believe in Jesus Christ and is filled with the Holy Spirit. Satan has no right to take what belongs to Jesus. He, she will be judged along with Satan's demons. Retribution will take place. What does retribution mean? Retribution means punishment, something done or given to someone as punishment or vengeance for something he or she has done. And there are four examples, a just retribution for their crime, revenge, the big payback, justice. When a false prophet has intentionally hurt you, hurt you, when a false prophet has intentionally hurt you, and, you're, and you were innocent, not committing any crime against them as a chosen. Many are called, but few are chosen. There is retribution, a swift payback for you. Not that you are to do it, but God will do it for you. God said, touch not my anointing and do my prophets no harm. Vengeance is mine, thus saith the Lord, thus I shall repay. And they, are, and they that are rebellious, using the powers of God for any evil reason to hurt a chosen, and they say to you that they are God to make you submit to their control based on unreasonable acts and conditions, for example, having sex with other men or women, using drugs, mind-alternate, using fear tactics, however bigger the crime, the harder they fall. If they are rebellious, one does not turn from his evil ways and repent from the crime he has done, then they are given over to a reprobate mind. They will be damned. And so we go on because now we are on the subject of spiritual abuse, getting wisdom to resist. Now, before I go on, I would like to uh, ask some questions. Uh, to Brenda, you know, on the subject of what we're speaking about today, even though we have went over about what was happening in the last segment, and I hope that intrigues you enough to go and listen to that segment on my profile, okay? Um, but the question for today is, what can we do, Brenda, to help? in the wisdom of getting them to confess or to resist, okay? Now, after she gets finished talking, then I'm going to roll it on over here to, to Island because Island knows some things, too. We always got to have a man's point of view that's walking in Jesus. You know what I'm saying, y'all? So we're going to start with Brenda because she is also one walking in Jesus. And what we're talking about is real life, field experience, hands-on experience before we come and give you a word from the Bible, okay, because we all been there and done that. It's just basically what we're going to do about it. we got to have a walk for our talk, right? So, Brenda, how can we, how can we help one to realize that how they got to confess or, and how to get the wisdom to even resist 
Well, first of all, Wendy, uh, as I see it, they have to first have to have that belief in God that, that all of us should have in, inside of us. Uh-huh. Because without that, we will not have the strength to fight off the, the spirits, the evil spirits that come to take over our, our bodies. Right. But I, I have been reading through uh, this book here called Demonology and Deliverance. And I got. Uh, and who is that by? Dr. Lester Sumwell. Okay. 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 Uh, there was a few things that kind of caught my eye, uh-huh. and I, I'd like to share these three with, with you for a minute before we move on, and i got some other things here, too. Okay. But it says here, and people who are in the first five stages of possession be set free, and it's a procedure the same. It says here, yes, it is exactly the same. People can also set themselves free in the first stages of demon possessions or oppression uh-huh. when you realize that you are sad or depressed. Uh-huh. And I believe that. All the time, recognize that it is the devil who is doing it to you. Uh-huh. You can just rebel against sadness by saying, I'm going to have joy. I'm going to have it right now. I thank God for it. Then start laughing and claim the joy. That right there is giving, giving a, a clear peace of mind of knowing that you do have God in your life to be able to say those things. Okay. And another one, there's another one here. It says, how can you help a person stay free when you cannot be with him or her? For example, a person that's going through a mental, some type of mental state or in, in a mental institution. It says, I would think that in the first moment of the release of pressure, it would bring him out of that place. He needs to be away from the negative influences inside of, of, of the area of where he, he's at at that particular time, whether it's home or institution. Or the out there in the world. Exactly. It's sad that no, there is no faith there. Then he will need to have the word of God read to him to be in real spiritual services, to be taught to sing choruses and, and to pray, mm-hmm. almost as he would teach a baby, mm-hmm. to bring him into spiritual depth and blessings. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't walk in the fullness, he won't have any means of remaining free. Okay. Above all, start quoting him the promises of God, to sustain him with that strength. Right. I think that's, that right there is kind of important to all, all the families that are going through some things because sometimes whether it's man or woman, we do need that extra help, whether, you know, we get it from inside the home, or in some cases it's, it's sad that some end up in institutions, not just mental institutions, but judicial institutions. Right, right, right. In the system. Exactly. Okay, well, you know, um, I'm going I'm to turn it over and then ask, as Tyrone to give his, you know, his view and opinion on this subject. Uh, what do you got to say about this, Tyrone? The question oh, you want me to repeat it? Okay. The question is: Is how do you get people to confess in order to get delivered, and then to how to resist for the next round? Because you know that the devil is like a roaring lion; he goes to steal, kill, and destroy, and he comes in intervals to see if you feel at home in your head. How do you, how do you, how do you get this uh, out to the people to be able to know what to do to uh, to have the wisdom 
to resist and also to uh, to confess. How do you get it to be done? Okay. Uh, for when I heard you ask, when I think you asked first of all, how do we get people to realize? Realize that they have that's a problem. That's a good word. How do okay. you get them to realize? Yeah, that's a good problem. Well, the word is everyone realizes they have a problem. Mm-hmm. We all know when we have a problem. Mm-hmm. You know when you go out too much. You know when you drink too much. You know when you're doing too many other drugs. You know when you have a loss of appetite. You know when you have headaches. We know. We all know. And we all must face it now. Oh, you mean must face that responsibility? Of knowing yourself. Of realizing you know. Yeah, okay, you know what, that's good. That's the first step. That's good. We all can deny and deny and deny, but you know you have a problem. So you got to realize it. That's the only one. And the only one who can make you realize it is you. Nine times, okay, you know when you have the problem. You know when it begins. You know when it started to begin. You know when it begins, begins, begins. That's a good one. I got to use that one. It begins, begins, begins. I like that. That's the truth. Okay. Then we have to confess. Now, this is the hard part for some people. Because, first of all, you must be willing. If you're willing... Oh, uh, just one more drink, just one more movie, just one more fast drive in my car, just one more motorcycle race. Right. Just one more. Why are you willing to say no? This is it. It's the willing. Right. The willing. That's your will. The will to want to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. But after you resist, I mean, after you confess, The test is the resistance. And that test you will go through through the rest of your life. There is no hint to this. It's the rest of your life. How well equipped with the word, with the wisdom, how one accord are you and your mate, your partner? And first and foremost, I cannot put my trust in my partner more than I trust in God. That's right. Oh, come on now. Come on now. Drive it home. Drive it home. You can't trust God, then you can't trust no one else. Nothing else. First, you got to be willing to trust this being that you've never seen in your life, with your life. Yeah. If you're not willing to trust God Almighty, the one creator, and say, Lord, I might be smoking too many cigarettes. I might be having too many drinks. I might party every now and then, Lord. But be with me. I trust that you're going to help me through this and get this out of my system because I realize I have to be stronger. I have to have you in my life, God Almighty, because I cannot. Do it alone. Do it alone. Oh, right. That's right. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, I'm getting ready to start a little. But I'm just saying, here. Can you hear that? <laughs> I got my hands up. Hallelujah. Now, you know what? Ivan, 
That is excellent. I mean, I wish I could, I wish I had, I wish I know how to say it to the point like that. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody don't like to hear the truth as it really is. You know, and we're here on this blog talk radio show to bring you fresh way of perspective of thinking, you know, and we're doing it, giving it to you by hands-on experience, those that do know, been there, done it, and as Island had said, had know and realize and be willing, have a willful spirit to want to change. And how it's supposed to be done is realizing that you can't do it yourself, that you have to go to a higher power that is bigger than you, and even if you ain't seen it before or experienced it before, give it a chance. Am I right? Am I right? Give it a chance. Amen. Oh, man, you know, this is good. This is good. This is good. So, you know, to to, kind of couple this up and knowing what kind of wisdom you got to have in order to resist, and that will that you are willing to have what it takes to resist, I'm going to come up out of Proverbs from the King James Version, all right? And I'm going to read King James Version, Proverbs, the Book of Wisdom, and I'm going to go from chapter 1, chapter 4, okay? I mean, what, to the end of chapter 3, all right? But I'm going to give you some highlights about Proverbs. And then after we finish, we're going to go on a break so that you can reflect on what's been said thus far. And if you've got any questions or you've got comments, please call in on the call-in line at one three four seven eight eight four eight. That number again is 347-884-8684. Now, out of the book of Proverbs. Now, Proverbs is about the key word in Proverbs is wisdom. The ability to live life skillfully. A godly life in an ungodly world, however, is no simple assignment. Proverbs provide God's detailed instructions for his people to deal successfully with the practical affairs of everyday life, how to relate to God, parents, children, neighborhoods, and government. Solomon, the principal author, uses a combination of poetry, parables, pithy questions, short stories, and wise maxims to give in strikingly memorial form uh, of the common sense and divine perspective necessary to handle life issues. All right? Now, we're going to go to Proverbs chapter 1, and I'm going to read all the way through chapter 3. That's the first in getting wisdom. The Proverbs of Solomon the son of David, king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, 
to receive the instructions of wisdom, justice, judgment, and equity, to give subtlety to the simple, to the young man knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and increase learning, and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsel. It's saying, y'all, wise counsel, not foolish counsel, but wise counsel. To understand the Proverbs and the interpretation, the words of the wise and their dark sayings, fear the Lord, that don't mean scared and run away from God, it means reverence. God, because he's here to help to protect you. And so those servants of God, he or she that is in the protection, in the protection business with God is going to give you wise counsel about your foolish ways. All right? So it says, fear the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. It says, my son, and we all are sons of God, whether male or female, because there is no favoritism. We all are sons of God. Hear the instructions of thy father, and forsake not the law of thy mother, for they shall be an ornament of grace unto thy neck, and chains about thy neck. My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. If they say, come, let us lurk, let us wait for blood, let us lurk privily, which that means secretly for the innocent without cause, let us swallow them up alive as the grave and whole as though that they go down into the pit, we shall find all precious substance, we shall find our, fill our house with spoil, cast in thy lot, y'all, among us. Let us all have one purse. My son, walk not thou in the way of them. Refrain thy foot from their path, for their feet run to evil and make haste to shed blood. Surely in vain the net is spread in the sight of any bird, and they lay wait for their own blood. They look privily, secretly, for their own lives. So are the ways of everyone that is greedy of gain, which taketh away the life of the owners thereof. Wisdom crieth without. She uttereth her voice in the streets. She crieth in chief place of concourse. In the openings of the gate, in the city, she uttereth her words, saying, How long, ye simple ones, will you love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their own scorning, and fools hate knowledge, because they naive. Fools hate knowledge, because they naive. Turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you, because I have called, and ye refused. I have stretched out my hand, and no man regarded, but you have set at not all my counsel, and I would none of my reproof, and would none of my repute proof. I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear cometh. 
When your fear cometh as desolation and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind, when distress and anguish cometh upon you, then shall they call upon me, but I won't answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. For For that they hated knowledge and did not choose to reverence the Lord. They would none of my counsel. They despised all my reproof. Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices. For the turning away of simple shall slay them, and the prosperity of a fool shall destroy them. But whosoever hearkens unto me shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from fear of evil. My son, if thou wilt receive my word and hide my commandments with thee, so that thou incline thy ears unto wisdom, and apply thy heart to understanding. Yea, if thou criest after knowledge, and lift up thy voice for understanding, if thou seekest her as silver, and searchest for her as for hidden treasure, then shalt thou understand the reverence of the Lord, and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord giveth wisdom, out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. He is a buckler, meaning he's a shield, to them that walk uprightly. He keepeth the path of judgment and preserveth the way of the saints. Then shalt thou understand righteousness and judgment and equity, yea, every good path. When wisdom entereth into thy heart and knowledge is the pleasant unto the soul, discretion shall preserve thee. Understanding shall keep thee to deliver thee from the way of the evil man, from the man that speaketh forward perverse things, who lead the path of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness, who rejoice to do evil and to delight in the forwardness, meaning the perversity of the wicked, whose ways are crooked and they forward in their path to deliver thee from the strange woman even from the stranger which flattereth with her li- with her words, which forsaketh the guide of her youth, and forgetteth the covenant of her God. For her house inclineth unto death, and her path unto the dead. None that go unto her return again, neither take they hold of the path of life. They that thou mayest walk in the path, hmm, that thou mayest walk in the way of good men and keep the path of righteousness. For the upright shall dwell in the land, and the perfect shall remain in it. Blameless, that's what it means, blameless. But the wicked shall be cut off from the earth, and the transgressor shall be rooted out of it. My son, forget not my law, but let thine ear, let thy heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall be added to thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thy heart. So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not unto thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. That means make it smooth or straight. 
be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It shall be help to thy navel and marrow to the bone. Honor the Lord with thy substance, with the first fruits of all thine increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty, and thy presence shall burst out with new wine. My son, despise not the chastening of the Lord, neither be weary of his correction. For whom the Lord loveth, he corrected, even as a father, the son in whom he delighted. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom, and the man that gives understanding. For the merchandise of it, it is better than the merchandise of silver and the gain thereof of fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and all things thou canst desire are not to be compared to her. Length of days in her, they talking about wisdom, y'all, in her right hand and in her left hand, riches and honor. Her ways her, her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all of her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to them that lay a coal upon her, and happy is everyone that retaineth her. The Lord, by wisdom, hath founded the earth. All oh, y'all didn't hear that, y'all. Hear this. The Lord, by wisdom, hath founded the earth. By understanding, he established the heavens. By his knowledge, the depths are broken up and the clouds drop down the dew. My son, let not them depart from thine eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion. So shall they be be life unto the soul and grace to your neck. That means favor. Grace is favor. Then shalt thou walk in thy way safely, and the foot shall not stumble. When thou liest down, thou shalt not be afraid. Yea, thou shalt lie down and sleep, and your sleep shall be sweet. Be not afraid of sudden fear, neither of desolation of the wicked when it cometh. For the Lord shall be thy confidence, and shall keep thy foot from being taken. Withhold not good from them whom it is due, when it is in the power of thine hand to do it. Say, not unto thy neighbor, go and come again, and tomorrow I will give, when thou hast it by thee. Devise not evil against thy neighbor, seeing he dwelleth securely by you. That means he's dwelling in safety with you. Strive not with a man without a cause, if he hath done thee no harm. Envy thou not the oppressor, and choose none of his ways. For the forward is an abomination to the Lord, but his secret is with the righteous. The curse of the Lord is in the house of the wicked, but he blesses the inhabitation of the just. Surely he scorneth the scorners, but he giveth grace, which means grace is favor unto the lowly, which is the humble. The wise shall inherit glory. But shame shall be the promotion of food. And that is coming out of Proverbs, the book of Proverbs from King James Version 1 through 3. And I'm hoping that adds a blessing to the hearers out there, and I hope you get something from it, all right? 
And again, if you got any comments or views on this particular subject that we're talking about, feel free to call in at the call-in line at 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And we will be right back after these messages. <laughs>
about giving. You got to learn how to help somebody. That was entitled from Jeff Majors, Sacred Majors 7, and it was entitled Help Somebody. All right, we are back on the Lordy Miss Party Blog Talk Radio Show on the subject of spiritual abuse, intimidation, getting wisdom to resist. And we're going to turn it over to Brenda Wright, the lightest right, to give all of her uh, comments on what she can do to help somebody out there to to get understanding, get wisdom, to resist. And Brenda, give it all you got, girl. Come on, Brenda. Right. We got church up in here tonight. Yeah, praise the Lord. Well, I, like to, the I Lord. like to reflect back on what Tyrone said about the first step is realizing, and the second is willing. Mm-hmm. Once you have realized and is willing, I got some things that I took out from uh, demonology and delivery, and it is how to resist the evil spirit. The first is by faith. It says, be sober but vigilant. Because you are advisory, the devil, as a roaring lion, will walk us about seeking whom he may be born. Now, if you if you want to read more about that, you can go to First Peter, and it's uh, chapter three, verses eight and nine. And then the second one is uh, by spirit. It says, "Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you." And if you want to know more about the resistance by the Spirit, go to James, chapter 4, verses 7. Now, a lot of, uh, I also got something that says about demon spirits causes sickness and disease. And, and it says there is an infallible proof that evil spirits or demons bring diseases and sicknesses upon the human body. All medical doctors are baffled, baffling cases which cannot be explained medically which I can agree with that at some some extent because when you go to the emergency room, I know some of us have been told, oh, we can't find nothing that's wrong, but we have a pain that we know that's in our chest or our head is hurting extremely out of of control or whatever. But it says here are some of the the stuff that it causes. It says here it causes body sores, which some doctors, we, we've had cases of those where doctors couldn't explain what the outbreak of is. We have deafness and dumb. That's pulled over for 18 years. Insanity, wild stress, and manic, and blindness, and grievous vexation. Now, I did a little bit looking up on some of this, and I, I came through on Matthew 6, chapters, verses 1 through 12. And it talks about, blessed are the poor in spirit, for there is the kingdom of heaven. Then it's blessed are they that mourn, for there shall be comfort. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are the which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for there shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for there is the kingdom of heaven. And then it's blessed are ye 
where men shall reveal you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. And um, they they have a couple of chapters of Luke, which is uh, chapter 6, verses 22, and First Peter 4, chapter 4, verses 14, if you'd like to know more about some of, some of that. But when they say insanity, I think back on some things that I've, I've heard people uh, say that they feel that something is wrong, but when they get checked out, they, they can't seem to get a, a diagnosis of what, what's wrong with them. Once they know, as I won't say, realize that something is wrong, and if you go to, to a place like a doctor to seek something out or a psychiatrist to, to, to try to get help and it's not working, then that got to let you know right there that it's a spirit. Uh-huh. So if you know that you can't get help from either one of those places, that you must go seek help from God. Or wise uh, counsel. Wise counsel. Yes. yes. You know, Book of Proverbs tell you that. Seek wise counsel. When you can't get answers elsewhere, get it from God, or go to wise counsel, people that know the way how to get answers from God, right? And is there anything else that you want to say on this? You got anything? Um, you can call in at the call-in number at 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And uh, we're going to turn it over to Tyrone Island Small, who has some comments for today as well on this subject. Of the mystery 
which from the beginning of the word has been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ, to the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in the heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. According to the eternal purpose which be purposed in Jesus Christ our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him. Wherefore I desire that ye faith, ye faint not at my tribulation for you, which is your glory. For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father our of excuse me, I bow our knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. The inner man. Mm-hmm. That Christ may dwell. Live in your heart by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth, the length, and the depth, and the height, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that, it, that ye might be filled with all and fullness of God. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask of or think, according to the power that worketh in us, unto him be glory in the church of Christ Jesus through all ages, world without end. Amen. 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 Now you know, when he said, when, when Ireland said, let me bring some power to this, and, you know, when, even though we know that Paul is speaking, in the book of Ephesians, on the subject that Ireland has spoke about, he was putting his feet, putting his, Ireland was putting his feet in Paul's shoes to bring a word that will be effectual to all the hearers to stay up in Christ, keep your head up, in other words. Keep, put on the whole armor of God and know that it is God that is over everything. And so, bringing power to that, he has put his feet into Paul's shoes to bring it to you. Because truly, you can't do anything unless you put your feet in these in these apostles' feet, in the disciples' feet, in Jesus' uh, shoes. You know, to be able to understand the walk. And if you ain't been there and done it and got no real life experience, what can you bring to the hearers? that need to hear the truth. So, in other words, in other words, what we need to do is we need Jesus. That's the bottom line. And we have a church up in here, and I guess I want to look at uh, look at some more what Tyrone Island Small got to talk about, you know, on the subject. And... Um, Maybe, you know, he can, he can bring some more enlightenment because it's always good to have, you know, a man that's walking in Jesus that have been delivered, that have confessed, and that got the Holy Spirit to be able to bring forth even 
all the trials and tribulations that this man has gone through and still have overcome because God says, or Jesus says, you know, that we, that is greater as he that is in us than he that is in the world. So, therefore, understand, we got Christ, we greater than that that is in the world because that is in the world. Walk by the word, he said, the Satan say the same thing that Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. So either you wanted the sheep of the Satan or you wanted the sheep of Jesus. That's right. They go separate. Absolutely. Good and bad, good and evil. Get the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. And understand that your first reverence is reverencing a God that is over you, that created you, and reverence him. And he will make sure he'll send your way messengers that will help you Stay on the path of safety because you must live skillfully and you must have skill to live in this world and society we're living in, truly. So we must know how to conduct ourselves in order to resist those that come up against us and take us off our path. Hello? Getting back to the subject of abuse spiritually, physically, mentally, Verbally, mm-hmm. from my past experiences, I've learned a few things, and the first rule I've, I realized is, the first thing I realized is, every cause has an effect. Every cause has an effect. Sometimes being quiet and holding things in. To make the other part of it think you don't want to be with them. Sometimes they feel shut out because you just want them a long time. In a relationship, everything is give and take. In a relationship, it's just what it is. A relationship between two people, two parties. I learned not to let outsiders in. Not your mama, not your brother, not your sister, not your auntie, not little daddy down the street. <laughs> or boo with him. Boo with him. I like that. Boo with him. I like that shit. So they get the gossiping. You was in a blue car, they saw you come out of a red car. You had on ankle boots, they thought you had on a mean skirt. Mm-hmm. Jealousy, envy, and some outside is just plain selfish. I ain't got it. I don't want them to have it. What can I do to hamper their joy? Or you mock at two lovers when you see them on the bus because they enjoying themselves so much they lost their own world in a room because. You ain't got nobody to hold like that? You don't know when last time you laughed like that? Get another partner. (laughs) (laughs) Another thing I think starts abuse is not being able to confide in your partner. 
for your for your for your relatives or even, you know, so called who may be good friends. Mhm. And false accusations and false indications. False accusations can start a lot of rushing. It can hurt the person that you're accusing of doing it. And it will eventually hurt your relationship. False indications. Pretending to be happy. Pretending to be joyous. We hurting and won't let your partner know. We make love to your partner and won't let your partner know. It will hurt your relationship. And all is a form of abuse. Subtle, but abuse. Yes. Sometimes we don't even know when we're doing it. That's why when I pray, I ask God to forgive me of the sins that is known and unknown. Because I don't want to hurt nobody. And I don't want nobody to hurt me. Amen. Amen. I agree. I agree. And I know that some of you out there can agree. Go ahead. So tell your loved ones, you know, baby, look, this has been bothering me for months. When you grunt your teeth and snoring at night and you're sleeping, you don't even know you're doing it, please, I just, just help me out. Let them know if that is annoying. Because you're talking to them cooking breakfast and you feel mad about them sleeping last night because they were snoring all night, kept you up, and you don't even want to say nothing about it because you're modest. But you're hurting each other. When all you got to do is say, hey, baby, just roll over your stomach. It's a simple thing to lead to big things. There's been a lot between love and hate. That's Martin Lawrence. That's Matt Martin Lawrence. <laughs> That's Willie. He burned them up. He burned them up. Mm-hmm. But with the enemy. So all I'm asking is that everyone out there in listening audience, that you have an open ear and open mind to your loved one. Men, we being dogs. All men ain't dogs. Wrap it up. Keep it at home. Save it for the one who really loves you. Women. Vice versa. He loves you. He might be a little soft, but he's still your man. He might be a little hard, but he's still your man. Tell him you need you know, you calm down a little bit, quit being so hard, or you need to toughen up a little bit, quit being so soft. Behind every good man is a good woman, so make that man good for you. That's right. I, 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 I agree. Make that man good for you. Make that woman good for you. Tell her what you need, how you want her to be. I mean, all you, nothing beats a failure but a try. All you can do is try. All you can do is try. That's right. Try. Be willing. Be willing. That's the word. Maybe I'm willing to smoke a little less cigarettes. Maybe I'm, I'm ready to put one beer down. I still drink the five-pack, but I ain't going to drink the six-pack tonight. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Baby, I'm going to back up off that table. Okay, you said I'm eating too much. Okay, I got this bag of chips a little bit. I mean, this I'm gonna finish this, but I'm gonna get back with you. But I do want to say a couple of uh, my verbal thoughts to y'all before uh, I get out of here. And my first one is called Awaken. 
I'm being awakened by the chicken in my sleep. Souls are calling me from the dead, trying to talk to me, telling me the way that they die. Let me know how to not become victimized. He's telling me to draw a picture, showing me the car and multiple figures. He put me in his own shoes. And I'm fighting for a gun. My life I can't lose. So I'm going to take his. I don't care if he's older or if he's just a kid. He came to my house on a mission. I'm trying not to die or end up in prison. Lord, Lord, help me. Send me help from above. You know my heart. Send down your love. At that time, my boy is blasted in the shoulders. He thinks he's going to die, so he tries to take their car over. It's a yellow car, and it's full of men. Who's even take nine bullets flying right by my man? He finally makes it through the car. He shoots someone in the back seat, and his Uzi starts to spark, killing all of his own boys. Silence in the street. Hush, no more noise. He's asking me for another chance. Since he has no body, can I be his friend? He wants me to call Crime Stopper. Guy flies around every day in a chopper. And yes, he's on the task force. He came into my house with a key, not by force. And now I'm so all alone. Stuck between heaven and hell, no place to call home. And please tell my mother that I love her. I tried to visit her in a dream, but she hid under the covers. Man, I know I messed up. Playing this game. The butt will be stuck. Yes, I'm glad that you're listening. And for this, God will send you many a blessing. Thank you for drawing the picture. And I'll see you in heaven in the near future. Peace. My mind is at ease. As I felt him leave the room in the form of a cool breeze. Sometimes I don't know what's going on. Is there a calm after the storm? Oh, that was nice. That's really nice. The next one is called Sunrise. S-O-N, rise. Sunrise and brush the dirt off your pants. Every day, everything was made with God's hands. Don't you know that you're the most powerful being? Wipe the sleep out your eyes. Open them up and start seeing a new day, a new way. Get on your knees and pray. Ask God for guidance. He'll like the way. The path may seem dark at the beginning, at the first. If I'm in need of water, would you help me quench my thirst? And what if I need a place to stay? Could I sleep on your floor, or would you just push me away? Sunrise, like the brow upon your father's face. No man knows the hour. No man knows the place. When he, excuse me, when you will be blessed, put through a test, taken up, thrown together, and then relieved of all your stress. It's time for the unity without, I mean, within our community. One for all, all for one. It's coming very soon. You'll see. Stop picking a snake in the grass. Get your head out your trash. What's last shall be first, and what's first shall be last. Sunrise. 
I'm not going to tell you this again. Reap what you sow. So sow. So good. So sow good seeds, my friend. You might think you're getting away with all your tricks, lies. But all the angels know you're just a devil in disguise. Come to this earth to kill, steal, and to destroy all the lives of your family, friends, and homeboys. Done, right. Thank you. Thank you. That was awesome. That was awesome comments and awesome poetry that's been read. Thank you, Tyro, Ida Small, for your views on spiritual abuse, intimidation, getting wisdom to exist. I think that, you know, you guys out there, and I don't know if you were trying to get on to the show because I didn't see no numbers pop up on the switchboard. However, I'm hoping that you'll come back for more right here on the Lovey Miss Claudia Blog Talk Radio Show because next week is the last segment on how to overcome. And next segment, we will be dealing with how to help you to be an overcomer how to how you need to overcome after stepping on the devil's head. All right? And, you know, after that week, we are going to get into, let's see here, we're going to get into America Stand Up. As we drop the ball, we're going to be talking on the subject about our youth and our adults and then how to fix it, getting a solution. And, you know, and I'm going to see if we got someone that's, wanting to call in at this call-in number, and I will find out what caller is on the line. Just one second. Caller, you are on the line. You got something to say? Say it. Right here on the Lottie Miss Claudia Blog Talk Radio Show. You got anything to say? Say it. Oh, well, I guess nobody wants to talk, but it's good that you're listening in. All right, so we're going to keep right on moving to the next phase. And, you know, we got some announcements in the end here to, uh, to uh, update you up on and also comments for those that listen to the uh, Lottie Miss Cardi on Blog Talk Radio Show. Come on, would you do the honors to do the announcements for us? It's time to celebrate. It's time to celebrate. The Apostolic Community Church Picnic. Please join us for our grand opening Saturday, October 9th, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., 1061 South 22nd Street. That's 1061 South 22nd Street, Columbus, Ohio. The Apostolic Community Church Picnic. For those of you who like our show and would like to send a contribution, please send your contribution to Favor. Families and Victims of Fraud.com. Go to donate. Go to the donation page. Click donate, or by mail send contributions to Favolf in care of the Lardy Miss Clardy on the Blog Talk Radio Show. We thank all of our listeners near far for your support and earful listening. Have a good night. Thank you very much, and everybody. We are very very glad that you have listened in on this show, and I'm sorry that, you know, we don't have no callers.
that is trying to call in. I'm sure you're probably just listening at this point. However, I want to thank Brenda Wright, the light is right, for being on this show to help us share in on this topic for tonight on spiritual abuse intimidation, getting wisdom to resist, and also Tyrone Island Small for giving his comments and views on how to share and help someone on realizing that they must realize, be willing, and what's the last one, y'all? We will want accord and know that you can't do nothing without God, without calling on Jesus. And, you know, we want to give you a blessed night. I hope you enjoyed the show, and we will be back next week on spiritual abuse, intimidation, how to overcome. We want to thank you for listening on our show. Have a good night, everybody. We love you. God bless. God bless.
Thank <laughs> you. 